0: horror in wisconsin as a car barrels through a christmas parade we've got the latest in this developing story looters strike luxury stores across the bay area and the missing chinese tennis star Peng shui resurfaces but questions remain over her condition monday need to know let's go Good morning. This is Shedders Need to Know podcast for Monday, November 22nd. I'm Jill Wagner with Carlo Versano. Hey, Carlo.
1: Oh, good morning, Jill. Hard to believe Thanksgiving week already, right? Really sneaks up on you every year.
0: It is incredible.
1: This year has been so Um, weird. Last year was like, um, last year really, time didn't really matter, I think, in 2020. It was such a bizarre year. But this year has just absolutely flown by. Or is that just me because I have a baby now and that sort of speeds everything up? I don't know.
0: I think probably a little bit of both. Um, A developing story overnight, at least five people are dead, dozens more injured after an SUV sped through a Christmas parade in the Milwaukee suburb of Waukesha, uh, Wisconsin. Many of the victims are said to be children. Witnesses say the driver appeared to intentionally target people marching in the parade. Police do have a person of interest in custody, but they have not provided any details on their identity or their possible motive.
1: So this all happened uh, last night. CBS is reporting this morning, uh, citing an unnamed law enforcement official, that the suspect was fleeing another scene, possibly a knife fight. Uh, so that's obviously not confirmed yet. Uh, if you've seen the video of this, uh, you can see this red SUV just uh, jumping the barricades and speeding Toward, towards this parade route. So it, it certainly appears intentional. Uh, it, do, it certainly doesn't seem like one of these cases that we've had in the past where, um, you know, somebody accidentally drives into a crowd, maybe like an elderly person, mistakes the gas for the break. Uh, it, it's certainly not that. But the CBS report this morning suggests perhaps that they weren't targeting um, the parade goers. So we'll, we'll have to see. I'm sure we'll get a press conference today. But just a, an absolutely tragic story, um, out of uh, out of suburban Milwaukee this morning,
0: and by the way, uh, Waukesha, Waukesha, excuse me, is about fifty miles from Kenosha, where Kyle Rittenhouse was acquitted on Friday. No indications that these events were related.
1: Yeah, it uh, it certainly doesn't seem that way, uh, which is good. Um, I guess we should talk for a minute about Rittenhouse, since that came across the transom uh, Friday afternoon. As um, I think, as we predicted, that it would, uh, that it would. Um, that verdict, uh, you know, again, I'm not not surprised by it. I don't think you were either. Um, I'm a little bit surprised, I guess, that they didn't convict him on reckless endangerment, which I believe was the lesser of the charges he was uh, charged with. You know, he did shoot three people who he didn't know. It seems like that. If that's not reckless endangerment, I, I'm not really sure what is. But needless to say, uh, he he is. A Quitted. He will be on Tucker Carlson tonight, um, but you know, Jill, talking about Rittenhouse, the the thing that I th- I think just gets missed in sort of the uh, the debate over the story. It's it's a gun story more than anything, right? I mean, we are just we're the only country in the world with this sick, perverse gun fetishization. And it's just like you see it in all of – it's like the one thread that, that that really ties all of these terrible stories together. Guns make everything worse. This fantasy that like a good guy with a gun who presumably would be somebody like Kyle Rittenhouse in this case to those people who think that is like something that we need more of. It's just, it's just twisted. I, I mean it was Rittenhouse's gun that made everything worse in Kenosha that night. That was a bad night that, w- that was made worse by the fact that he was carrying an AR-15, right? Rittenhouse said in his own defense that he shot those people because he was worried that they would overpower him and take that rifle from him and then you know, shoot him or other people, what, which basically means that his self-defense claim was true in the sense that his life was threatened by his own decision to carry a weapon. And I feel like that's kind of a part of this that doesn't really get discussed as much.
0: Uh, No, I I mean, listen, I agree with you. Uh, And on that note, police in Atlanta have issued a warrant for the man whose gun went off during a luggage search at Hartsfield Airport on Saturday. The passenger, a convicted felon who would not be uh, legally allowed to own a firearm, lunged for the gun after it was found in his bag during a routine security screening, according to the TSA. The gun apparently went off by accident, causing passengers at that busy airport to panic and flee as departures were temporarily halted. Like travel isn't hard enough, uh,
1: Yes, seriously. uh, Coming during this busy Thanksgiving week also, just more evidence of my theory that the security line at the airport is the most dangerous place that you can be. Right. It's just like, it's a great target. I mean, not that that's what this case was, but I've always, I've always thought that when I'm at this, at the TSA line, I'm like, this is the actually good terrorist target, right? You've got all of these people, hundreds of people trapped in these little pens moving together, just like sort of sitting ducks. Um, But just back to what happened in Atlanta, I mean, guns, again, this guy somehow gets away. I don't know how that happens. I mean, I I guess it's not the TSA's job to, like, run after him, but that is why you have airport police, I would think. But just, like, who wants to live like this? I, I mean, the TSA's own statistics show that they intercepted 450 guns just at Harsfield Airport this year. Why are you bringing your gun onto a plane? I don't get, I don't, is this people who just forget they have them in their bags? I don't understand it.
0: Switching gears, Carlo, more people in the U.S. have now died of COVID in 2021 than died in 2020, according to the John Hopkins tally. And this is despite vaccines being widely available for most of the year. The pandemic's death toll in America is approaching 80, uh, 800,000 as cases and hospitalizations spiking once again in places like New England and the upper Midwest. And if you missed the news on Friday, booster shots now available for all Americans 18 and up, as long as you are six months from your last vaccine dose. Um, Carlo, you are chatting with and looking at a fully boosted uh, young lady or not so young lady. When did you go? I went Friday afternoon. Side effects? I was very, well, my arm was was incredibly sore, which I don't even count as a side effect. But I was exhausted on Saturday. I don't know if it was in my head. I don't know if I'm just exhausted because it's been a a crazy week, a crazy month. Um, But I was pretty tired. But then, yeah, uh, Sunday, by Sunday, I was totally fine.
1: And I feel
0: better. I feel better being able to go into Thanksgiving. I feel better just overall, um, given the cases are going way up here in New York.
1: Yeah, you're like a superhero now with that immunity. I'm, I'm going tomorrow, so uh, hopefully I will not get. I got wrecked from my second Pfizer dose, and everyone I've talked to who've gotten the booster has said they've certainly felt, um, you know, like you said, just kind of like cruddy for the next day or two. But of course, it's worth it. Um, but uh, yeah, man, those statistics, uh, that's pretty impressive, right? More deaths in America after the vaccine than before it. Uh, just talk about a failure on all levels, right? A failure politically, a failure from a public health perspective, individually, society. Italy. Uh, of course, it's not just us, though. If you're paying attention to what's happening in Europe, uh, there's growing unrest over new restrictions that are going into, defe- into effect in countries like the Netherlands and Austria. Violent protests broke out in The Hague and Rotterdam over the weekend in response to Dutch officials instituting a three-week partial lockdown in the Netherlands. In Austria, meanwhile, demonstrators filled Vienna's main square over the weekend ahead of a nationwide lockdown that goes into effect today. Austria also uh, mandating vaccines for everybody uh, starting in February. And I think if you don't get it, you're going to be regularly fined. I think that's the first time we've seen a Western country really um, institute like a legitimate vaccine mandate.
0: Yeah, I mean, listen, the U.K. and Israel are both at the point where they consider fully vaccinated to be three vaccines. Um, Mm. I don't know, though, the repercussions if you don't have it. I will say I went to one of the state run places here on Long Island and it was packed. And, and you are hearing yeah. about it. kind of a surge in people who are thinking, all right, I want to get my booster ahead of, of my Thanksgiving holiday. Not clear how much it's going to do because we're five days out, not even at this point, you know. at least when, when I got it. Um, yeah. But because you already have some immunity from the previous vaccines, there's thinking maybe you don't need the full two weeks, but any bit can help. Uh, there were also tons of kids actually, uh, who were yeah. there as well. I saw tons of parents taking their kids. Um, we thought we were going to just walk in and walk out and we, I didn't have an appointment. It was just a walk in and it, it took a minute mm-hmm. because there were so many people. So, yeah. um, I guess that's encouraging, but most experts say the thing that's going to really put a dent in this pandemic, is not necessarily people getting boosters? It's, it's everyone getting those first shots if they haven't already. Well,
1: yeah. That's I think that's the that's the main thing, right? Because same same in Brooklyn, the pharmacies have been packed for days now with people getting their boosters. But we're, we live in places that are already very highly vaccinated. Um, it's these places that people are still holding out. They're going to be the ones that are going to get hit with this new winter surge that's that's now appearing to to start happening.
0: Okay, Carlo. Looters have been brazenly targeting luxury stores around the Bay Area in San Francisco all weekend, smashing windows, ransacking shelves, and terrorizing customers and employees. Before getting away, thieves hit a mall in Hayward and a Lululemon store in San Jose late Sunday, a day after dozens of people in ski masks looted a Nordstrom outside of Oakland. On Friday night, looters targeted high-end stores like Louis Vuitton in the Union Square neighborhood of San Francisco. The city's leaders, including the controversial district attorney Chesa Boudin, have promised to crack down on the looting.
1: Not doing a very good job of that so far, guys. Um, yeah, I mean, Buden facing a recall next year. Actually, over uh, San Francisco is just up. Uh- collapse breakdown in public safety that has basically been happening now since the pandemic started. Uh, Two prosecutors in his office have even quit in order to join the recall against their former boss. Uh, Buden came in. He was supposed to be sort of this like, um, you know, criminal justice reformer uh, in that in that city. And I mean, I'm all for criminal justice reform, but I I don't know if that means necessarily just like handing over the keys to a great American city to criminals and gangs, which seems like what's happening in San Francisco. And it's also not just San Francisco. Uh, my parents were recently in Seattle. Um, they, they say that it's, you know, the, the the homelessness and the crime situation in downtown Seattle is really something. Uh, people are pr- afraid to go to Pike Place at night. Pike Place is like, uh, you know, wow. the Times Square wow. of Seattle. Yeah. Nurses at the hospital in Bellevue said, uh, told my parents they had to be escorted to their cars at night. Um, and again, it's not just the, the West Coast here on the East Coast, New York City. We have our own crime problems, of course. Uh, there was a random fatal stabbing on the subway this weekend. Um, this is the stuff that keeps tourists away. You know, uh, it's also the stuff that voters react to, uh, and that is a very, very serious problem for Democrats. Not just at the national level, but at the local level, uh, where they are generally uh, speaking running these uh, these cities where this is happening.
0: Uh, we had a red sweep here in on Long Island, actually in the last election um, where Republicans yeah. took back the the local district attorney's offices, um, the state, the head of this, uh, not the state, at the head of the county legislature, at, at least in mm-hmm. Nassau. And one of the big reasons given for that was just because of crime. And, and, and kind of a, it was sort of looked at as a referendum on just all of these um, no bail laws and and the catch and release. And we've had, we've had a wave of crime here in, in the area where I live and we've met with police in meetings, like I, I, it's funny cause I'm now going as a resident and not as a, as a journalist, oh, right, I used yeah. to cover this, this type of stuff as a reporter. <laughs> um, and they say, and this is of course coming from the police. Uh, so, but they say part of the problem is just that criminals are more and more brazen because they, they know that they're really not going to stay behind bars that, that they really could do so They're it, It's very hard to actually catch them on certain, you know, to to right. to keep them behind bars that maybe they'll go in front of a judge and then they'll be out a couple hours later um and so they yep. again are just a little bit more brazen um and they say it's just it's becoming more difficult so uh there you go right and i think a lot of at least i'm on a bunch of group chats and it, it, it the sentiment seems to be enough right and i think that there's this feeling where yes there is we've woken up to inequities in the criminal justice system and there's real change that needs to happen um right. but this kind of idea of like you're saying you know just letting people out of, of letting dangerous people who were behind bars for a reason just letting them out that just makes everybody unsafe, no matter what color you are, you know. Um, and so this seems to be, as you say, this is, seems to be a growing problem. And um, and I think it's a bigger problem for Democrats. I, you know, I think we're, you're going to see Republicans trying to capitalize on this idea of tough on crime, or at least, you know, the idea of defunding the police. We're seeing that's not really yeah. taking off at all. Um, so the um, I don't know. Speak, it doesn't seem like a the- winning... It doesn't seem no. like a winning, uh, a winning argument. No, it absolutely isn't. There's a um,
1: God, I think it's the Labour Party in the UK. I think it was actually no, no, no. Was it the Tories? I think it was Tony Blair back in the day in in um in Britain. And his he he his motto on crime was tough on crime, tough on the causes of crime. That's the kind of motto that the Democrats need to uh, resurrect. I think.
0: I, I totally. Um, Chinese star Peng Shui Peng Shui resurfaced over the weekend holding a video call at the International Olympic Committee, where she assured the IOC's chief that she was safe and well at home in Beijing. The call came after Chinese state media posted videos of Peng at a restaurant and tennis tournament, which led to even more speculation on social media about her well-being. She disappeared from public view earlier this month after she made sexual assault allegations against a prominent former leader of the communist party
1: what is going on here I, i've been a little bit out to lunch on the story i think because i was out last week uh when it was really breaking i know you guys covered it this is like crazy um so i mean i guess so she's she's clearly alive which is good right and uh, but who knows how much she's being coerced in these uh in these videos that have now resurfaced i, I mean at some point like I, I think honestly one thing biden could do that that everybody most people I think would probably agree with on both sides is announced that we're going to boycott the Olymp, the, the winter Olympics in Beijing. I mean, enough is enough here. Like eh, who would be against that other than the athletes? And I think it would obviously suck for them training all very long. NBC. For, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. And it would be, Oh God, somebody's spare a tear for the head of NBC sports. It would really be bad for them. But no, I mean, like at some point, you've got to put your foot down with this. I mean, what, what is going on over there? Like you, you can't just disappear major, you know, uh, athletes and business leaders who go against the government. Um, the Women's Te- uh, Tennis Association, they are really fed up. The head of uh, the WTA saying they may pull out of China altogether, which would cost them like billions
0: of dollars. They're showing a lot more teeth than I oh, mean, yeah. basically anybody. anybody else. The NBA yeah. uh, and, and Nike and so many other organizations. Um, all of her spottings have been extremely suspect. OK, so the call that she was on with the IOC a member from China was on. So it's not yeah. as if she was free to answer how she was doing. Um, there was also this, we talked about, there was this video of her going out to dinner. Okay. So apparently, um, some people who speak Chinese from, uh, ABC news have said, you can actually hear someone in that video, cueing them like three, two, oh, really? one. And then that there's also just the, like this unusually high number of mentions of the date, which I guess was November 24, uh, whatever the date was. Um, yeah. Where they, it was like if you're going out for dinner, you're not constantly being like, "It is November 21st. <laughs> I can't believe it. November 21st. You know." So oh. all of this is just adding to the to the speculation that something is is very amuck Something here. is
1: hinky. Something is hinky for sure.
0: Um, Spotify has stopped shuffling albums by default because Adele asked them to. The streaming service has taken the shuffle button off of all album pages after Adele made that request for her new album, tweeting, we don't create albums with so much care and thought into our track listing for no reason. And getting rid of the shuffle button was the one request she had made ahead of that release of the album 30. Spotify users can still shuffle albums, but the default will now be to play the record in the order chosen by the artist. Wow. Man,
1: just imagine having that kind of power. Imagine being like just calling up some multinational corporation and being like, I want you to do something. And they're like, OK, we'll do it. Uh, but I guess that's Adele for you, right? She is a, a a true diva. And she's right, though. I mean, it is sort of crazy that the default was to shuffle an album. I mean, ima- albums are supposed to be listened to in the order. Like their songs are put in an order for a reason, right? I mean, imagine if like Netflix defaulted to just shuffling the episodes of whatever show you're watching. And you're just like, wait, I don't understand what's going on here. It doesn't make any sense. Um, maybe they will start doing that. Actually, you never know with Netflix. Also, just on this brief note uh, about music, uh, just an update: Taylor Swift, she does it for babies. We had uh, we had Franny in the car this weekend, and uh, we were just blasting that uh, Folklore album from last year, and she was totally calm. So I think there's something about Taylor Swift for all you other new parents out there that uh, just sort of calms the baby, and I'm all I'm all for it.
0: I, for one, was listening to Adele's I drink wine on repeat. That's a good song. It's so <laughs> good. I think it's the best track on the album, but that's just me, but I I love it. Okay, a little more to know before we go. A Palestinian gunman shot and killed an Israeli tour guide near the holiest site in Jerusalem, the first killing of a Jewish civilian by a Palestinian since May. The shooter was killed by Israeli security forces. The attack happened just outside the entrance to the Temple Mount, which is sacred to both Jews and Muslims. Tensions at the site contributed to that outbreak of the 11-day war between Israel and Hamas earlier this year, Uh, Carlo, just got to hope that this is not going to be the start of something bigger.
1: Yeah, that's the hope here. Uh, Back in California, Elizabeth Holmes is going to be on the stand again today in her criminal fraud trial uh, after the defense surprised the court by calling the Theranos founder to testify on Friday afternoon. There was a lot of news on Friday right after we finished. Uh, Holmes spoke for about an hour about sort of like the early days of her blood testing startup before it collapsed amid allegations that it basically didn't work. Uh, Prosecutors will have the chance to grill her on cross-examination probably today.
0: Two longtime conservative commentators on Fox News have resigned from the network. Jonah Goldberg and Stephen Hayes tell The New York Times' Ben Smith that they've decided to quit in the wake of Tucker Carlson's special about the January 6th Capitol riot, saying it will fuel violence. Goldberg and Hayes, have uh, they belong to the shrinking anti-Trump faction of the right and have been pretty out of place on Fox for years.
1: Yeah, Fox has just fully trump still it's amazing uh and just sort of on politics uh i thought this washington post story yesterday was worth reading uh the post reporting that president biden assuring his allies that he does indeed plan to run for re-election in 2024 biden sort of attempting to quell concerns among democrats that the party does not have a standard bearer if he decides not to run uh he turns 79 on saturday and appears to be healthy based on his uh the readout from his um physical but still he's not getting any younger
0: All right, that's what you need to know for Monday, November 22nd.
1: All right, guys, have a good one.